0: Welcome to the L&D Career club podcast where purpose-driven people come to start and grow the LD career of their dreams. I'm Sarah Canistra, an LD career business and executive coach and I'm here to take you on a weekly journey to create a seamless energizing and engaging LD career blueprint so you can live a life of fulfillment inspiration and freedom. If you're here to find your first LD role, move up the LD ladder or land that high-level LD role you've been dreaming of, Welcome to the club. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the l Career Club podcast. I'm so excited that y'all are here spending some time with me today. Uh, I've been taking an unplanned uh, social media break like from LinkedIn, and I don't know, a couple people have messaged me like, are you alive? Uh, <laughs> I was kind of sick last week, and then the week before that was the week after l Career Camp, um, and I was like kind of on a high and then just exhausted. And so this, again, reminds Take a break, y'all. Take a break. Take a break. Take a break. Uh, We're gonna talk about strategies today, and I think a big part of you know having any type of strategy, whether it's a job search strategy, whether you are creating a strategy to build a business, whether it's a strategy to you know work out more, whatever it is, uh, rest, right? Rest, recharging. All of those things, taking a pause, taking a beat, they're so, so, so important. I I know I talked about this last week, but, uh, you know, I think if I would have pushed myself last week to do all the things that were on my to-do list, all the things that were kind of haunting me a little bit, uh, if I would have really, like, pushed myself, I would have been overexerting. And finally yesterday i finished a, i've been reading the a court of thorn and roses book so if anyone's reading them holler uh so we could chat about them uh but i i realized after i read the first one that i haven't read for fun in years it's been years i read a lot of learning and development books i lead a lot of self-development books uh you know and I, I realized that I hadn't really given my brain a break and an opportunity to just get lost a little, a little bit. So, again, I just really, really encourage you all to spend some time, take a break. Again, even if it's five minutes, five hours, five days for me, I kind of just took like an impromptu two-ish week break. Um you know, did some things I needed to do. I needed to be there for, you know, some clients and that always fills me up. But uh, for the most part, I really just took care of myself and my mental health and just gave myself a break. And yesterday I finished book three um, of A Court of Thorn and Roses. And uh, something after that, I was just like, okay, I feel like, I feel ready. I feel ready to like get into the week and I made my to-do list. And I just am able to approach this week in, in such a way that feels so much more light. Um, so yeah, I wanted to share that with you all. Cause again, if you need, like I said last week, if you, if you need a permission to take a break, let this be your sign. Let this be your, your permission to take a break. Um, even take a break from this podcast, right? Maybe right now you just turn it off and you go spend 15 minutes just sitting outside or, reading a book for fun or, um, I'll be here. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm not going anywhere. So I'll be here when, when you get back. So if you need to take a break, if, if now is your time, if you can take a break. Please, please, please take it. Um, and if you're like, nope, I'm good. I'm not taking a break right now. I want to, I want to hang with you, Sarah. Uh, please hang with me. I love it. I love hanging out with you all. So, Uh, Before we get into today's episode, this is coming out on the 15th. And on the 15th, we're actually starting the Resume Reprogram live program. (laughs) So if you are really just over redoing your resume for every role you're applying to, if you are not hearing anything, if you are looking for a better strategy for how to actually land interviews, um, Come and join us inside of this program. So we kick off on Tuesday, the 15th. Uh, we're going to have a live call on the 30th. So you'll definitely have some time to, to catch up. Um, week one, we're going all through and just really making sure that your niche is aligned and that you know what that is, that you're clear on it. You have that clarity. You're tailoring. Uh, you're really focusing on 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 tweaking and yeah get really finding that clarity in your niche so we're gonna spend all of week one doing that week two we're gonna reprogram your resume so we're gonna go step by step by step i'm adding in a lot of new Uh, activities to make this an easeful process. Not easy, uh, but I want to add some ease into it. So we're really going to kind of dissect the resume, uh, do different parts, and then really put it together uh, to make it something really beautiful. And again, one and done and align with your niche. And the last week we'll be going through cover letters and how do we create, again, a templatized cover letter that really, really stands out, uh, that speaks to the roles that you're applying to, that you don't have to edit every single time you apply for a role. Um, That's the goal of this. You know, my clients spend I have a one-on-one client right now who's spending five minutes applying for jobs. Um, uh, It can be that easy. It can be that easy. I promise you that. So come and join us uh, inside. I haven't really been advertising it. So it's I have like 20-something people in there, which is awesome. Uh, but I'd love for you to join. I kept the pre-sale price up too. So feel free. The the price is the price. So come in. Join us at the pre-sale rate. Uh, like I said, t- took a break last week. And I'm like, all right. come come and join us, everyone, anyone who wants to come, uh, come and join us in there. So we'd love to to have you all in there. And that's going to kind of, it's a nice segue into what we're talking about today, because, you know, when it comes to creating this job search strategy, I see so many people who think they have a strategy, uh, but their strategy is really chaos. (laughs) And, you know, as someone, this is something I, I learned about myself a long time ago in therapy. Like I, because of how I was brought up and some child childhood traumas and things like that, which we're not going to go into in this podcast. Um, I find a lot of comfort in the in the chaos. So my I'm in the process right now of doing a lot of nervous system rework to uh, not find com- as much comfort in the chaos and to recognize it. But I notice a lot of people as they're approaching their they're approaching their job search from a, a state of chaos and almost finding comfort in that, right? And what happens too is when we're finding comfort in the chaos, we tend to attract other people who find comfort in the chaos uh, and we continue to surround ourselves in the chaos and we keep telling our nervous systems, hey, this is normal. This is how it's supposed to be, uh, which it's not. So I really want to use today's episode to dive into how we can create more more ease, more lightness. Move ourselves out of the, the chaoticness that can be career searching, job searching, career transitioning, um, and to really start to center ourselves uh, and create this job search strategy that works with us um, that doesn't bring us down with it. So, really, what we want to think about, like the, the first core thing here, is how do we start to shift our mindset and In order to create a strategy that, again, works with us and not the other way around, that we're like working for this strategy, that the strategy is working for us, getting in the right headspace and the right mindset is really, really important. Again, very similar to what we were talking about, right? Of, of that of coming from a, a place of chaos. If you're coming from a place of chaos, if you're coming from a place of frantic energy, that's gonna show up your strategy in your strategy, right? Your strategy is gonna be chaotic, your strategy is gonna be frantic. So what I really encourage you to do when you're thinking about how do we, how do I create a strategy that is gonna be in alignment with what it is I'm looking to do next. A strategy it's gonna provide some ease. How can you start to focus on your mindset? So first and foremost, check in with yourself. What is going on with your with your mindset? Where are you at? Are you, you know, having catastrophic thoughts? Are you future thinking uh to a point where you know you're you're you know in freeze mode, right? Or you're in fight, fight or flight mode. So really being able to check in with yourself and one of the things that I like to do and I' gonna work my clients through this as well is you know, a lot a lot of times our our, our strategy can our, our strategy can overwhelm us and we start to think about all of the next steps. And so, what I really encourage you to do is to is to is to check in with yourself in the moment, right? When you're thinking about how am I creating this strategy? How do we bring ourselves back to more mindfulness and coming back to that exact moment? I see it a lot again with my clients, where it's like, okay, well, if I send this resume out and then I get this interview, and then like what? Well, what happens if they ask me this question and then they do this, right? And we can really, really set ourselves up and be you know living in this future world that doesn't even exist yet. And so, I always tell my clients. You know, it's it's a quote that really really sticks with me. Um, I forgot where I where I heard it, but it just it just when I heard it, it just like basically tattooed itself on my heart. And I always say, you know, both faith and fear require us to believe in something that hasn't happened yet. Why not choose faith? And so I really want you to think through, you know, your mindset and where you're at right now. And have you been choosing fear or have you been choosing faith? And if we're choosing fear and we're building a strategy from a place of fear, right, that strategy, again, it's going to be chaotic. It's going to feel really challenging. It's going to be really hard. It's going to feel really deep. It's going to take us into places and and, and down a a mindset journey uh, that's not going to be helping us. But are if we're able to say okay, how can I look at this from a lens of faith? And again, it doesn't mean blind faith. It doesn't mean toxic positivity or gaslight yourself. Right? Sometimes every you know, I don't want you to be like everything's fine, everything's fine. Not everything's always. Everything's not always fine, and that's okay. But what would it look like to come from a place of having some having some more faith? Faith in myself. Faith in my abilities. Faith that this will work out for me, faith that I deserve this. And so I really encourage you to check in, you know, mindset is such a huge piece of not only just creating a strategy, but of, you know, operating in, in this complex world that we live in. And so asking yourself, you know, from a mindset perspective, am I operating from a place of fear or am I operating from a place of faith? And it's, if it's fear, I want you to ask yourself, Are these fears actually real? Are they here? Are they in front of me right now? Right. And if the answer is no, right, then. We, we have to recognize that we're starting to train our brains, right, to be in that fear state and we'll react from that fear state. But we can just as easily train our brains to, to react and act from that faith state. So I really encourage you just to sit with yourself, even it means pausing this podcast right now and, and doing some journaling around, you know, am I coming from a, is my strategy based in fear or is my strategy based in faith? And it's, it can be whatever faith, whatever faith means to you. But really what I'm meaning here is like faith in yourself, faith in your skills, faith in your abilities. Um, it no, has nothing to do with anyone else's perspective or uh, perception of you. It's a, all around, Do are you coming from a place of fear for yourself or a place of faith in yourself? So I want you to check in with that. That's the first part of that strategy because a fear, a strategy based in fear and a strategy based in faith, um, you could be doing the same exact things, but a strategy based in fear, Most of the time, it's not going to work out for you. Um, Or maybe it works out in the short term, but you're right back where you started. Um, I see that a lot with people that that come to me that – had a strategy based in fear, Uh, they got out of wherever they were, they landed a role and it's no better than than what they were doing before. Maybe sometimes it's even worse Uh, or they realize just a couple months in like, oh man, like this actually isn't really what I want to be doing. But that strategy was based in fear, fear they wouldn't find anything else, fear that their abilities, you know, wouldn't be good enough, fear that they had to keep proving themselves. So when we operate from a place of faith and faith in ourselves, we're really able to see the forestry. The trees and guide ourselves and create a strategy that's really in alignment with who we are, the skill set we have, the interests and values, all of those things that I talk about a lot in this podcast. You might hear my dog clicking in the background. So. <laughs> She's coming, coming in the office right now. But so mindset first and foremost it doesn't matter. Again, you could have the everything else in your quote unquote strategy could be you know, the right things to do, again, putting that in air quotes here, but if your mindset is not in the place for you to actually grow with your strategy, um, you're going to be steering in the wrong direction. So you'll you'll notice that pretty quickly. And so if you feel, hey, like, I'm doing all the right things, like why aren't, why isn't it working? I really encourage you to take a step back and, and look in the mirror uh, and really ask yourself, like, where what mindset am I operating from? So once we start to really think about our mindset, what we can do next is, is look at our environment and making sure that the environment you're in is is supporting what it is you're doing. Uh, this I found this to be so helpful for me in in business and um, creating a, a, a business strategy uh, really is making sure that the space that I'm in is conducive to the work that I need to do. So you know, for me, I'm I'm a I'm a very messy person naturally, um, but I love to be in clean spaces, <laughs> so, uh, which my my mom could uh, my mom could definitely attest to as, as a kid. I was just like just so messy. Uh, and I think a lot of it has to do with I'm, you know, I'm fast moving and I'm kind of like leaving things here and there and doing all of that. So I'm constantly leaving a trail of mess behind me. My husband loves it, too. He could uh, he could attest to that, too. <laughs> but One thing I find, and this is a practice that I personally get into, is at the end of every day, just making sure that my work area is conducive for my next day's work. And that can be a couple different things. So I think actually the the physical environment that you are in um, is really, really important. Now, not everyone can build a home office or even a cloth office or, you know, like not, not everyone has like the means to do that. But where you are I want you to think about like where are you doing your job searching right now like when you're act- when you're in the process of working on your resume if you're in the process of you know applying for jobs if you're in the process of networking whatever wherever you are in the process I want you to just kind of look around and say like where where am I doing that um, whether it's you know in your house or whatever it can be maybe. And is that environment actually supporting that work for me? And that can actually be, let's start with the physical location. So if you are, you know, I have clients who are, Job searching, but right now they're in a job and they're in a job that maybe they don't necessarily love, and so they'll work all day at the job they don't necessarily love, and then they'll sit in that exact same spot and work on their resume or work on their cover letter or send LinkedIn requests, right? And so they didn't really get a chance to more like clear clear the energy out, you know? They're in this they're in this same almost like think about it as this like almost invisible bubble, right? Of like dread that they're that they're operating from because they haven't really moved. From that spot or they're back in that same physical place. And so I encourage my clients to like carve out a whole, carve out a different section. You know, maybe e- even if it's like you're swapping out the chair that you're in or something, right? Like if you're going into, you're pulling in a comfier chair uh, to be able to work on, on your career transition or whatever it may be. Maybe that's uh going outside, bringing your laptop outside even. Maybe that is Maybe it's the same spot. But maybe you light your favorite candle, right? So I really want you to look about like what when you are in the process of job searching and you're doing tasks that are oriented in your job search, like is the physical environment that you're in actually supporting that? And it's that it might be that you're just, you move from a, an office to a kitchen table to do it. Or think about the most favorite part in your home. Maybe there's, maybe you have a couch, a comfy couch that you just love to be in. Bring your computer over there. Um, I know for me, sometimes when I'm doing stuff that like doesn't require a lot of mental work, um, I love to just like cozy up on my couch and put like my favorite TV show on in the background um, and be able to, you know, to do some work again that doesn't require too much mental load. But if it's things that I know are just like things I have to cross off my list, um, I'll put myself in that situation where I feel cozy where I'm feeling like happy and um you know having something on that makes me happy too or putting your favorite song on whatever it is right so I want you right now to examine and think about the physical space that you're in when you are job searching—is it conducive? Is it supporting? Is it supporting you? Is it making you feel good when you're in it? Um, if not, I really encourage you to think about okay, how can I like how can I move locations? Now, maybe you can't move locations. I want you to also ask yourself like, is the space clean? Is it clear of clutter? Is it you know again from even just a conducive perspective? Like, is there an outlet that I need right? Or you know, do I have like do I, for me personally, I love colored pen. Um uh, actually my markers are just kind of all drying up and it's making me upset. So I'm gonna buy some buy some new markers. But I that, that's for me, like it makes me feel good to have like my bright colored pens sitting in a um in a really pretty in a really pretty vessel for them, right? So small things like that, when I look over and I'm actually looking at them right now as I'm talking to you, right? I have a plant. Uh, that I've been propagating which I'm very excited about I have a disco ball mushroom I have my favorite pens in this really pretty jar I have one of my favorite candles out so you know and I, I at the end of the day make sure that my desk is is clean and ready to go for the next day and so I want you to look around your space too and, and say like is there something even on my space that makes me happy that's clean that's clear of clutter that is not distracting me from being able to get my work done and to move forward in that process right if we're sitting in clutter and filth if it doesn't feel good if there's something that's not around us that maybe makes us happy again it could be a colored pen like <laughs> I'm not saying that we need to like re you know build a whole new office for ourselves right? But grab yourself a pack of pens and make you feel good and put them in a pretty jar and clean your clean your freaking desk off. um Sometimes that it can be all it takes, all it takes. So I really want you to look at the physical space that you're in. I also want you to think about the 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 space that you're in in terms of like organization on like the digital space that you're in. Let's talk about that like digital space that you're in. So, you know, for me, I am a save to desktop kind of gal. I'm really trying hard not to be. Uh, but I know when I need to really I, I can tell what my mindset is and kind of where like my if I like if I'm in chaos by what my computer desktop looks like um, and I will tell you over the last couple of weeks it's gotten worse and before I recorded this podcast I went in I made sure to kind of rearrange things put things in folders delete things off my desktop it didn't need to be there so I also want you to ask yourself is my digital environment where like what it needs to be um, do I have 20,000 tabs open story of my life uh, do those all need to be open if I'm trying to remind myself of something where can I put that am I using tools that are actually helping me move forward. Um, For me personally, I like to use Notion. I use that with my team, create simple task lists. Um, I do that and I create a a written to-do list for myself every single week. But, you know, from an organized perspective, is everything just in chaos on your computer? Uh, Is all of your materials and documents that you need, like, are those all in one folder? Are they labeled, you know, or is it just like, you know, some random resume, version that's saved on your desktop and you're hoping that it's the right one when you go in you know every time you apply for a job so I do want you to do a little audit right now of the space that you're in physically and digitally and ask yourself is this this, this environment that I'm creating for myself supporting the best work for me and supporting uh, supporting a strategy it's actually going to move me forward so that's the first two Then kind of this along the same lines, I want you to ask yourself, like, where are all your materials? So kind of the the tail end of what I was just saying, you know, making sure that from a strategy perspective that all of your materials, all of your documents, all of your resume, your cover letter, any pieces of work samples for a portfolio, any things that you've been creating, Are those all in one in one space, clearly labeled, easy for you to access? Um, I know for me that is sometimes the hardest part is getting things like into folders and labels. Um, I was going through actually like old resumes the other day of mine. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, these are like I have things in this folder and things in that folder. Um, I'm writing a book right now and I like I'm saving a lot of stuff to my desktop. And it made me take some time yesterday, actually, and say, okay. Let's make sure that all of this is in one folder, that I have folders for chapters, I have folders for documents. uh, That way I can easily access everything because otherwise I can get thrown into that chaos, right? And then a lot of that too will then trickle back down to that mindset. So as soon as we get triggered into the chaos, it's really easy for us to go back into that operating from a place of fear, operating from a place of chaos versus from alignment, from faith. So setting yourself up for success. So I want you to ask yourself like, where, where are all of my materials right now? Where are all of my, where's my most recent resume? where are all my resume versions even, right? Do I have an archive folder so I make sure I'm not using an old version? Um, where are my cover letters? How am I, uh, what about any work samples that I've done or any projects that I've done, right? Making sure that all of those are in a place where you can easily access them. So when you do go to apply for a job, you're not just like frantically looking <laughs> through folders, trying to find where things are, that things are supportive there. So not only again, like your physical environment and then your digital environment, but then making sure that you actually actually are organized and you have all of your materials exactly where they're where they should be so you can access them very easily the last pleat, the last please, the last piece of creating the strategy is to actually create the a structure and create rituals and be able to create a routine around applying for jobs so And a routine around, not even just applying, but a routine around your career transition wherever you are in it. So if you are, again, and I said all the other three because without the other three, it's very hard to create a routine. So without getting into that mindset of operating from a place of faith, without being able to have this clear space, uh, this space that feels good for you to be in it, or at least doesn't feel, (laughs) doesn't feel as bad to be in it, uh, right, that you're creating a space for yourself, that you are making, that all your materials and everything that you know that you are going to need to submit, that you're going to need to work with, uh, you know templates anything that you that you are working with is all in one space and it's organized and it's easy for you to access, well, then it becomes so much easier to create, you know, a routine, a ritual, whatever you want to call it, a structure around your career transition. And so that's where I really give you a lot of creative freedom and creative liberty to think about what works for you. Because some of you may be unemployed right now and may have some time, um, some additional time, shall I say. Maybe those of you who are, you know, underemployed right now. Or that are currently employed you know, maybe your, your your parents right it's, the caretakers uh, all the things right dog parents uh, we, we, we all have so much going on we're all humans living human lives um, Very few of us are just like sitting around lounging all day uh, with all the time in the world on our hands right So I want you to think about okay what 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 is a realistic? amount of time that I can focus on my career transition or my career development, whatever it is, each day. Each day. What is a realistic amount of time that I can can commit to that? And really, really be true to yourself there. Because I think what happens is, and I see this a lot too, where we, people are, it's very easier for people to overexert themselves and say, oh, well, okay, I'll do three hours before I start work and five hours afterwards. And it's like, okay, well, there's a lot of other things happening as well. So even if it's, you can commit 15 minutes a day or 20 minutes a day, or maybe it's an hour a day, maybe it is three hours a day, whatever that is for you, I want you to really sit with yourself. And that might require you to do a time on it. So I think a lot of times too, i I've, done this many times in my business, but a lot of times, you know, we think we have more time than we do. That's like my uh, my classic character fault. I'm like, oh yeah, I have so much time. Even right now, recording this podcast, I have to get my hair done. Um, but in my mind, I had so much time to, to do this. Um, but, you know, really thinking about going back and, and actually auditing your time and looking, you know, maybe spending a, a week and saying, all right, you know, I started by the time I woke up and I did, you know, these things that I had to do, wow, I only had 15 minutes between, you know, when I had to, when I wrapped up and when I had to log on to work. So if I tell myself I have an hour, you know, I actually don't have an hour, I actually have 15 minutes, right? So I want you to do a little bit of a time audit, see how much time you actually do have to commit to this. Maybe that means you wake up a little bit earlier, or maybe it means you go to bed a little bit later, maybe you, you know, eat your lunch, whatever it looks like for you. But thinking about how much time do I have? And then, How can you start to think about how to appropriately use that time? And so the reason why I said not only a routine, but a ritual, uh, I like to use those. They're different, but I like to use them in harmony here uh, in terms of how can we start to make this process also feel a little bit better? And I like to also think about that in terms of like the idea around habit stacking too. So if those of you are familiar with habit stacking, it's, you know how can we either do you know if we're adding ha- we're doing we're trying to build habits right we can add one habit right directly on top of another one so for example if I want to do five push-ups a day well I'm already brushing my teeth first thing in the morning so after I brush my teeth I just go and do five push-ups I don't actually do that but just giving you an example there um so I can uh can habit stack directly onto that or you can have it stack by doing something at the same time you're already doing something else so I have clients who have habit stack who I have a habit, a routine, a ritual every morning of having a cup of coffee, right? So having a cup of coffee. And so I had a client who every morning as she was having her cup of coffee, what she added was going on outside. So she was having her cup of coffee outside. Um, and, but while she was doing that, she spent just the time I took a to drink her coffee Job searching, so she utilized the key search terms that we worked uh, we worked on together, and aligned with her niche. And I've done some podcast episodes on that as well. But and looked at roles that were that had popped up in her niche in the last twenty four hours. Uh, so there's a function inside of LinkedIn. Um, if you're looking for roles where you can search just based on the past 24 hours. And so rather than having to sift through, you know, thousands and thousands and thousands of jobs, she's able to see, OK, here are these like 20, 30, 40, whatever jobs, you know, a lot rolled up uh, in the last 24 hours or popped up in the last 24 hours great these are the ones that I'm interested in let me go ahead and save these amazing and that just became part of her morning routine just part of her morning routine again that's her it doesn't have to be yours um, maybe for you it's like I want to sit and enjoy my coffee in peace I don't want to look at LinkedIn while I'm doing it so maybe right after you finish your coffee you're spending five minutes doing that or I have a client who um, likes to you know walk on the treadmill in the morning and we'll use that time to search for rolling and connect with people to, you know, to network with, right? So think, starting to think about, you know, as you're creating, you know, routines, what rituals do you already have that you can start to habit it stack and to build upon? And so being able to think about that, and then in terms of, okay, that's, that's 15 minutes of my day right there. Well, I'm going to dedicate an hour a day to this. Then thinking about, okay, when do I want to, like, when do I want to apply for those roles? For example, we can use that first client. And so what that client does then is, you know, during her, she works. So during her lunch break, what she'll do, she'll spend 30 minutes eating her lunch, you know, reading whatever she wants to read, watching TV, whatever it is. Um, And then she'll spend the other 30 minutes applying for those roles that she saved that morning. Um, Especially right now, I'll say I'm seeing a lot of, um, a lot of movement towards kind of being being the first to apply for roles especially with there being um there just being a, a lot of people applying for a lot of roles, and so I, I've noticed that you know being the first two, um, not number two, but the first to apply, or you know in that first to apply, uh, can be really really beneficial. So what she'll do, like I said, in the morning she'll go outside, she'll drink her coffee, she'll scroll, she'll look on LinkedIn, she'll be really strategic about it, and then she'll go about her day, do her thing, take her hour-ish lunch break, eat lunch, enjoy it, not think about the job search, and then spend the other thirty minutes applying for those jobs she saved that morning, and again, because all her materials are exactly where they need to be, she's in the right mindset, right? It becomes so much easier. And and, and what I teach inside the resume reprogram course is that... Uh, she has that one and done resume and cover letter. So it's not like she's having to update that every single time she's applying for a role. So it's taking her five, maybe 10 minutes. So if in the morning she's seeing one, two, maybe three roles, that 30 minutes that she has in the rest of her lunch break is more than enough time to be able to apply to those. Uh, so thinking about that, and again, that's just her strategy. Um, for you, it might be that you're you know, looking for roles every other day, or maybe it is you know, once a week and then you're applying once a week and you're spending that time that way. But I want you to think about how how can you start to not only put yourself into a routine but create these rituals around this too i know for that client like in in looking for roles while she's drinking her coffee like she's doing something that she's already enjoying and so it allows her because she is coming from that place of faith it allows her to to kind of be into that mindset of enjoyment and to look for roles that she might enjoy and so i really want you to encourage you to, to a do that time audit. it see how much time you actually have to devote to and still like be a real human I always say you're looking for a job should never be your full-time job uh, but how much time do I actually have to devote to this and then how do I want to spend that time and how can I start to now build not only a routine that I get in but also create some of these rituals around that to make to make it feel a little bit better to make it feel more authentic to make it feel nicer to almost be able to look forward to having these things right and to be able to you know look forward to, to doing some of these things as well. So uh, look at what what rituals do you already have? And is there a way that you can have it stack either on top of what you already have or incorporate it into what you already have? Um, And then with whatever additional time that you have, getting really conscious about how you want to spend that. Um, And then, of course, going back, are you in the right environment to do that? Are you... Uh, right environment digitally, right? Are all your materials where you need to be? Is it a physical environment where it's at? And then checking in with that mindset too. So really, again, those are all building blocks, like I said before, because if you don't have that right mindset, it's going to be really hard then to have the energy, the stamina, the desire to want to clear your space, clear your desktop, find something that is going to, you know, make this process feel better for you um, in terms of clarity. Um, It's going to be hard for you to, you know, have all those materials and for it to not feel so frantic and then of course to establish that routine and that strategy and that those rituals too so not only having a routine that you get in but also how can you make it a little bit more ritualistic and that that ritual is what adds that kind of juicy component to it that more authentic component that component that actually drives you and gives you desire to want to do that again that could be that you are, you know, doing it right after you, you brush your teeth, you're like, okay, I'm already doing that, or wow, like I'm, you know, I have a midday coffee, or maybe you like to go on a walk in the middle of the day, I can't, because I live in Texas, and I would literally burn up, <laughs> but, uh, and you're doing that, and you're listening to a podcast just to develop yourself, right, or you're, um, you're using that time to connect with some people on LinkedIn, or to have a, have a coffee chat that you're talking to someone, and you're doing a, a, a walk, a walk and talk, right, so start to get creative around how you start to create your your rituals your routines your strategy all right i am really excited i think i'm gonna actually do like a course on this soon um where i'll basically walk like walk you through all of that and give you um Just give you some more direction in that too. I mean obviously this is just 30 minutes. (laughs) Um, There's a lot more that we can work on in terms of like mindset and all of that too. So uh, I'm working on, on that being a program. I'll probably offer it sometime maybe October uh, is when I'm thinking about that. Um, but yeah, so stay tuned for that. I'm excited. Uh, I just find that there's so much more. Again, it's so easy for us to be like, okay, I need a new job. Let me write my resume. Let me send it out and you know, kind of follow that pattern. But there's so much more to it. And the the more I find that my clients lean into the mindset piece, the clear space, the clear digital space, um, having a, 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 a spot where their documents live. Um, I also have clients who call those folders. Like I have someone who calls that like career evolution 2023 um, I have a full fo- my book writing folder is like you're writing a mother effing book um so every time I look at it you know like I'm like yeah I'm writing a mother effing book uh so they get creative with it you know there's there's so many ways that we can add a little bit of pleasure to this experience of career transitioning where a lot of times this is not a fun experience for many people so look for those ways but really really getting clear on the mindset piece the clarity like the, the space right your the environment digital environment your physical environment, um, your materials, making sure all of those are, are, are where you need and that you're not scattered and trying to find them and then creating not only a routine, but rituals as well and combining those two together. So I'm really excited to hear about what you put together. Like I said, I'm going to do a, like a, a course on this, maybe like a live program, I think, um, in, uh, I think October sounds good. Probably count on that. September we're doing uh, build your L network, which I'm super pumped about, um, That's going to be really, really exciting to do. So, uh, and that'll be live. And I love, love, love doing that program live because not only are we building, learning how to build a network, but we're also built, like, it's very meta experience. We're also building that network while we're hosting that, that program live. So that's coming out soon too. Um, that'll be, uh, in, it's a four week long program. So that'll kick off on in September. So if you're interested in that, just feel free to DM me and let me know. I can send you the link. Um, and of course we're kicking off resume reprogram live. Uh, if we're talking about all those materials and having all those where they need to be, we're going to focus that on that inside of the course as well. We're going to look at, um, how we find our L and D niche. After that, we're diving deep into actually reprogramming your resume, that one and done resume I was talking about. Uh, again, making part of that process so much easier for you when you are applying for roles, so you don't have to keep updating it. Um, it also allows that routine and that ritual to 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 not have to be you know 10, 10 hours long every single time. Uh, and then we're gonna go into cover letter. Um, and I also have some portfolio stuff too. So I think I'll just I think I'll throw that in there as, as a bonus to anyone who's in the program too. I'll, uh, my portfolio modules. I just thought of that too. So uh, stay tuned for all the fun stuff coming up. Hope to see you inside of Resume Reprogram uh, this month or build your LD network live next month. Of course, too, if you're in the LD Career Club, all of that is included for you for free. Um, but I can't wait to see y'all next week. Have an awesome week, y'all. Thank you so much for listening to the LD Career Club podcast. If today's episode sparked anything inside you, I would love to hear about it. Feel free to share your ahas and takeaways by sending me a message on LinkedIn or Instagram or by leaving a podcast review. And if you want more support on your L&D career journey, I invite you to join us inside the L&D Career Club membership, where we are redefining what it looks like to grow in your L&D career. Visit theovernighttrainer.com slash programs for more information and to activate your membership. See y'all back here next week.